The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who gonna this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the beach. Hey, welcome to the sports. It is a Thursday, we are live at. It is a, it is a good day. You know how I've been saying coming in, traffic wasn't bad. Not because of traffic. Mm-hmm. It, I think it takes something bad or something on a bad front to make you feel like okay, it's 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 good. It's time. Yeah, it's a good day. It's good. Not bad. Headed to Tucson today. Do something for Tucson Medical Center. Um, I did a good networking yesterday. I think I'm gonna throw a Super Bowl party down at Wild Horse Pass with the. Uh, with the uh, Raw High Group, uh, nice, nice venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, just got to get the entertainment in. I'm trying to figure out who I, who I would like for the entertainment. But they've come through on a lot of stuff, man. This this should be fun. Got five months until the Super Bowl. I want to be done in four months. Get yeah, this done. Definitely. This will be a great event. We got to get the cameras rolling for that one too. Um, definitely. I don't know. Got to uh, let Voice America. Um, know what's going on because they usually do some Super Bowl stuff also but we got to get the KLTV uh, mm-hmm. going what else we got to get going just the Kingfish Productions Kingfish uh, Play Pure I'm pretty sure is going to be involved a lot with uh, with the event but you know it's exciting definitely trying to get it done in four months um, congrats to that oh man. it's going to be it's going to be yeah, good it's going to be fun oh no not sure what happened to my computer Um, is it a fo- there it go. is <laughs> <laughs> Is there a football game tonight? Yes, there who is play, a game. Who, who plays tonight? Cause uh, I, man, who plays? It's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I believe they're at home. Um, who are they? I playing? don't know. They Tampa Bay. Yeah. They um. They play like they're on a road every they, week. They're on two this year. Oh, and two. And and I think Josh McCown is about thirty four years old, which I think he's still very much serviceable. I, I like the way he played last year when um. When Jay Cutler went down, play like it looks like a starter. So there was might have been some controversy. Do we want to re-sign Jay Cutler to this big deal? Obviously, Jay Cutler right. is a better quarterback or a better fit for that team. I, I also think uh, Josh McCown is a great backup that you have to pay to sit in case you have a situation where you got you might make a playoff run and you could do it with a backup like that. It won't be. A, I, I kind of feel that way about Cousins also down in Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, although I would like Cousins to start in Washington. But, you know, there's some backups where you'd be surprised if they go out there and do anything. Right. Uh, but I think um, Josh McCown, they, if they play tonight. Um, yeah, they play, they have, uh, this, they play this, at Atlanta, actually. At Atlanta? Atlanta. They're on the road against the Falcons. Who I yeah. believe they just came. They just lost last week. Surprisingly, well, they lost to game. they lost because that that was the game they lost at home. That was the game, yeah. That I really, really believe they should have won. Uh, but you know, when people talk about, oh, you you got that win, you you take those wins how they come. You take them and you run because 
there's a lot of games that you might luck up and win, and there's some games like how Tampa Bay lost last last week that they shouldn't have lost. That's that's pretty much damaging. They're zero and two. They, it's a yeah. lot statistically. They always say the zero and two teams struggle to make the playoffs. Um, there's another zero and two team, and that's the um, New Orleans Saints. Right. Who I still think will make the playoffs. It's just about perception of who we think the teams are, what they have over there. Most of those teams, like the New Orleans Saints, can bounce back from zero and two and make the playoffs. Well, I hope so because you definitely want a team like New Orleans in the playoffs. You don't want to see no teams that shouldn't make the playoffs, especially in the NFC, maybe throwing probably Dallas or something. That you know, Teams that you know are not going to make it far. With New Orleans, you know they have a chance because of their roster, because they have so much uh, depth coming back or this with this season from their past few seasons. You know, these guys have been together, especially the core group of men that have been playing down there. And along with uh, you can't have games where you're just losing to get to teams like Cleveland, and you can't lose those type of games. And you don't think Cleveland's? We we talked about Cleveland. You don't think their defense keeps them in football games where they're able to win? They, Obviously, they, they have, but not to a team on New Orleans where they they was making a nice little run on Pittsburgh in that first game. Yeah, but where the Saints are? Yeah, they did, and they did make a nice run against Pittsburgh. The defense finally showed up in that second half. But at the same time, I mean, a team like New Orleans, that explosive offense, I mean, come on. You got MVP candidates and Drew Brees and Jimmy Graham. Yeah. And, you know, that, that whole Colston offense. Did, I don't know what's going game. on. Yeah. I Colston, wonder, he's the same he had no targets, no catch, no catches. I didn't even know if he was activated. He was. He was on the field. <laughs> he didn't play in that game. He uh, I don't know what's going down there. They, they, uh, they iced him because <laughs> he was the one on that drive. I think all they had to do was sustain the drive. Uh, Get the ball downfield. Whether you score or not, punt it deep so Atlanta couldn't make that um, run on you. But they got the ball right there and kicked the field goal and won that game. That's the first game of New Orleans Saints in Atlanta. That was the first game. Right. And Colston was the culprit. He was the one who fumbled. Um, put the ball away when you catch it. He didn't catch any balls this uh, last game. It was like he wasn't there. Well, you can't let your week one performance go into your week two. You can't allow that. To stick with you. I think that's what happened with Marcus Colston. He was thinking about You could tell the frustration he had after week one. He tossed down his helmet oh, that was, uh, after that he was fumbled. And yeah. So I think that kind of followed into the next following week. That was a lot when of they played. Yeah, when they played against Cleveland and going to Cleveland and playing on the road. You know, you just got to you gotta turn that around quick. I know it sucks at the moment, but you got to turn that around quick. Well, I always said, and uh, I, I believe this would be the case, from week one to week two is when you approve most as a team. Then you start getting that identity, right. and you would think that you would think that uh, you find that identity during preseason. Well, most teams don't play their starters. If you're gonna if you're gonna go into a game, you you rather go healthy with most of your guys. You feel like gonna be mm-hmm. your day one guys, and and um, they didn't establish identity. So in this third game, you got to find out what can we do, what can we not do. And our run game, pass game. Who are we gonna, who are we gonna play? And then injuries play a big part in that. Uh, but the um, re- from week one to week two, I think is a huge right. jump and improvement in what your team supposed to should. And that's why most statistics, if you start off on two, you're most likely not going to make the playoffs because your team doesn't. I mean, you you come together during preseason camp, then preseason ball games, and now week one, week two. When you make that jump from week one to week two, you should be able 
to see, okay, we have this, we have that. We know what our strengths and weaknesses are. We know who needs to step up in their performance and what. And you throw more plays into that playbook, you know, that come a week two and more schemes into the defensive side. So, yeah, you definitely – I mean, and if it still doesn't come out with a win, right. something's going on. You need to start to make changes now. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying it's really the panic time because you still – most of your divisional games are not played yet. Well, you think about a team like the Arizona Cardinals, who Carson Palmer is out, and we yeah. didn't know he was going to be out exactly. in the second game. But uh, Drew Stanton comes in and plays well. Drew Stanton comes in and and in the first series, yeah, he managed the, the rest of the ball, or right. he managed the whole game. I think he well. did a good job of managing. I don't know, no turnovers, no turnovers. So I don't know if um, I don't think he had it in no no turnovers. I was no. going to say I don't think he had it in interception, but that would be a yeah. turnover. But that was great management coming in, not even knowing you was going to play right. uh, until game day. That was great management on his part. I don't know if the coaches were calling certain plays, but it looked like the playbook was open. And and at the, in that game, the Arizona Cardinals on the road with the, to the New York Giants, Larry Fitzgerald had about nine targets, eight or nine targets, and caught six balls. He's still, he still, when he catches the ball, when, when, he's, when he make those plays he make, you can st- still argue that, He's one of the best receivers in the game. Well, of course. All, even though in that first game, but you know, he haven't been he haven't he still talked about from what he did, but what he's doing, he he's not in that where those guys are that's making those plays. But with this offensive coordinator and head coach, um, this offensive scheme, one of the things he said that I thought was key, the days of trying to get somebody the ball just because who they are, those days are gone. Oh, if we, you find the right man, that's that's when you're trying to win games. You're not trying to target somebody just to get him the ball. And if he's open, he's open. You do that. That's right. first things first. But when you got a quarterback that's going through his progressions from one through four or maybe one through five, whatever his uh, whatever that place in that defense allows, right? They trying to win football games. I now. think only time where you have to forcefully give throw a ball to a certain receiver downfield, no matter if it's tight end nowadays according to Jimmy Graham, you know, uh, is in the red zone. Uh, yeah. Bigger targets like Jimmy Graham, like Calvin Johnson, A.J. Green. Um, what's the other? Uh, the, the new rookie, Kelvin Benjamin, you know, or, yeah, Benjamin down there in uh, Carolina. You look for guys like that in the red zone. You have to – that's your first option. Once you're a quarterback, you trust their size over uh, the smaller defensive back size. Yeah, you have to take that chance. But yeah, and it, it, I don't even know if it's a chance, but it's a – it's a um, opportunity, a, a high percentage strategic shot. Yeah, a great opportunity. It's a high opportunity. Yeah, you got a guy who's six uh, five in the corner, and not to say that like a six foot corner can't cover him or jump out the gym like the rest of these guys, but I like those chances when you got yeah. a six five guy who can jump. You definitely got to take advantage of those of that opportunity. The field is shortened, so you the DB can't react off of receivers' instincts that quick, especially with a back shoulder to a bigger target. He can gain more space on those smaller DBs, yeah. even if you do have a six six foot uh, defensive back. Oh, they making them different now um, with yeah. these. Uh, I like I like how it is now. Though, where well, it's just you, that. Well, I'm one, talking about you make them different like this. The mm-hmm. People, kids are now six three, six four, fourteen, fifteen years old, mm-hmm. and um, and I, I equate that. I really do. And this has some. I'm still on football. I'm still talking football. I has, this has something to do with. How they the food was being put in the food nowadays. It wasn't the same when, you know, when I was growing up. But you look at the, uh, you, look, you look at all the athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and the HGH and all that nonsense. These guys got heads like, you know, when you see a nice little pit bull and they got a big head. Right. <laughs> this is how athletes are looking right now. Like <laughs> pit bulls, like a solid pit bull. Yeah. Uh, so, but, you know, and then these are, these are the parents, these are the fathers having kids. Um, but I, I really believe it's the food. So I, I do like a 6'5 guy um, that can jump. Mm-hmm. And the game is changing stronger, quicker, and faster. These guys are getting bigger in the process. Right. They are getting they're getting a lot bigger. And the NFL uh NFL and the NFLPA reached agreement on uh the drug policy, which would allow some of these guys to come back, like a Wells Walker, uh Scandrick who was over there in uh where was he who was Scandrick play for? Dallas. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. He was at the cornerback, right? Yeah, he was the corner he was um, corner in Dallas. Also, um Josh Gordon may be coming back. He may be reinstated, <laughs> maybe. Um, well, he just got charged, right? He's or a, he, he's a, he's a Neanderthal, yeah. He just pleaded guilty to the to while he was on DWI. suspension for something else. Exactly. So I don't think he's yeah. He's, he he'll be back. He'll be back. When there's um <laughs> this year. Okay. This year. So get your fantasy together. <laughs> he's already taken. <laughs> yeah. No, he'll be back. But the, well, that's a good thing of the reinstatement and uh, and and I rather when I come here when we come here and talk about sports. You know, I'd rather talk sports, but we do talk the sports life. Yeah. With the new, not, not even new, it just seems this year, and I said this, uh, we were off Wednesday, I said this, I said this Tuesday, with the NFL and its, and its emergencies, uh, publicity, or these guys getting in trouble, uh, now you have the, um, we, we talked early in the year, uh, preseason, about Josh Gordon, we talking about these guys getting in trouble with domestic violence and child abuse. Um, Wes Welker coming back. He his thing was amphetamines. They said it was Molly. If anyone know what Molly is, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, the most <laughs> notable I don't. The most notable change in the new drug agreement in the institution of testing for HGH. So they're gonna test for HGH, and I think these and guys. That's it. Well, it's, it's one of the notable things. Right. Um, and that's for which the NFL has a. a Never previously tested for, so HGH would be a huge part of it. There are some drugs, I, I'm, and amino acids. I think it is was that one year you could take. This is probably in ninety eight, something like that. Ninety seven. Mm-hmm. One year you could take those, and the next the year later you couldn't take them. So the NFL's, and I, not that it was making guys. Big or anything, but more so it was dehydrating your body. Guys were passing out on the football fields, and I think right. that's might have went on to start under the terms of some new PED. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I could see that. If guys are passing out left and right because they're on type of meds. But also, I mean, I, I understand these guys, These they need medical attention because of the mentally, how f- mentally and physically. Because because of the physical play, you get banged around so much, your brain is taking so much damage when you don't even know that it's really damaging you. I really believe some of these guys take drugs to get back on the football field. I mean, yeah, that too. And, I, and when I say that, I'm thinking about A-Rod. He, he, he wanted to get back on the baseball. They use the excuse, too, to get back on that diamond, to get back on the baseball field. And sometimes it could be an excuse. It could be looked at as an excuse mm-hmm. that – I ha- I want to live up to this contract uh, of the two hundred and seventy five million that he got twice. So I felt under pressure. So I felt I needed something to continue to hit the home runs I've been hitting when I was drug free. I don't buy that one bit. No, <laughs> I don't buy it one bit. No, but I, but there are some guys, man, in the football field like you was mentioning. They will find something to get them over that hump. And it's not so much they can't take the pain. It's just they, you know, some of them just don't want to. 
be out of the games and leave their, to feel like they're leaving their team stranded. But if you hurt, you hurt. You can't. Well, if you hurt, that's one thing. But if you're injured, you can't play. Right. You cannot play. Hurt, you can play hurt. Injury, an injury, you better sit out and get some medical attention, as you was alluding to. Well, most of these guys, most of these players are playing with injuries. Most, from they, day one. Yeah, from day one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back when my old ball coach, you know, he used to tell me, you know, you're, you only feel great. The first day before camp, that's the last time you go. Your body gonna feel great, and after yeah. that, you gonna have to be playing hurt, and it's gonna be injuries that occur that you gonna have to play through. And I think a lot of these guys, they're they're doing it. They're at a higher level, so you know, with them taking type of medications, I think it's necessary, but maybe not just going to the whole abusing them or overusing them when you're not supposed. You know, like just overusing it. The um. The um, HGH and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely yeah. with the HGH because I know it. I know it can recover you in certain ways, and it can I guess you could say enhance your performance. The only way it's enhancing your performance is because it's recovering your body quicker than you just taking a normal rest. I just, I just thought he was already the best in the world. You didn't need that stuff. No, then nobody's untouchable. <laughs> You're already the best in the world. What you do, there's only a handful of guys that could do what you do. Um, and some of it's luck to even get into the NFL. It's, yeah. it's luck and timing. Definitely. Um, but you're already the best in the world. You don't and, – and maybe that's what they feel, how they feel, because that's why you may want to take something. Like, do I really belong here? I got to take something. I got to get bigger. When I left college, I said, I got to get bigger and stronger and faster. Mm-hmm. Not I got to get bigger, stronger, and faster with some drugs, some enhancement. That would, that would never cross my mind, never cross my mind to take anything. But when I got to the NFL, I was already bigger, strong, and fast. I thought, you know, growing up, you watching the NFL on TV, you, you thought, oh, them guys are huge. Right. Well, everybody thought I was like 6'4", uh, just from watching TV. That's completely not true. Exactly. Exactly. I'm only 6'2". Exactly. <laughs> what? 6'2"? <laughs> no, I'm 6'4". Okay. Um, 6'4", but, but the perception of it, that's yeah. what I, and I thought that too. Then you meet a guy, I'm like, goodness, he's small. How are you playing here? Right. He's already big and strong and fast. It's just a perception uh, if you're not there. Uh, but when you get there, you got to find a way to keep up. Mentally, if you feel like you, there's something you need to do, they always find a way to do it. Uh, I think one of the things I heard on one of the um, publications was the cheaters are going to always find a way to win, to get a, stay ahead of the curve. <laughs> but it's gonna, you're going to get caught. But you're gonna you gonna get caught, but they're gonna yeah. always find a way. Like drug testing, like like you gonna find a way to beat a drug right. test. Um, Cheaters then, never th- win. And then it's gonna catch up with you. Cheaters never win. Winners never cheat. That's what they say. That's what they say. I do want to talk about um, when we come back. We're gonna take a break in a, in a in a few. We don't hear the music, the 15 seconds of music. But we're gonna take a break and um, I do want to talk about. We're talking a whole lot about these guys and Adrian Peterson, Hardy over there. Uh, Dwyer right now, uh, Ray Rice. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't heard anything about fixing the problem. Quam Lots of Sports Talk. We take a quick break. We come right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. 
In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Yeah, this one right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. Mamas, mamas. <laughs> babies, mamas, mamas. I'm going to let that play. Yeah, go like this. <laughs> Jackson. 888-346-9144. 888-346-9144. Jimmy Lachey is in the studio. Yes, I am. I'm here. I'm here today. I'm, I'm, I'm alive. I'm woke. I'm feeling good today as well. You know you got the show by yourself tomorrow. Well, not yeah, by yourself. Know, Some guys will call in. Um, I'm going to come in. Ooh. Special guest. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah. It is. Yeah. You might want to bring your own cameras to. Okay. To, huh? Yeah, I'll do it. It ain't nothing special, but it's some guys. They, they, they're trying to do they're trying to do some things. Okay. Uh, let me say that. They're trying to do some things um, more so uh, almost kind of almost like a huddle situ- huddle thing, but you got to mm-hmm. – I'll give you the information and you can look them up, and then, or you can talk to them. I'll I give you all the information. Before. But I will be in Tucson tomorrow, tonight, Tucson Medical Center's holding an event for what they do at the hospitals there. Um, then they have an event tomorrow after that. Try to find my way back if it's not raining real bad. Oh, man, Dwight Dwyer. Dwyer? Dwyer. I mean, Jonathan Dwyer. Jonathan Dwyer. Why do I say Dwight? Because I think I know Dwight. I know a guy on my team name was Dwight Driver. From um, Shout out to Dwight Driver. Uh-huh. He was a running Shout back. Out. He was pretty good. Went to Wyoming and played at Wyoming. And it's still like your league. No, that's that's FBS. that's whack. That's whack. Yeah, um, WUAC. Yeah, what was the white from though? He was from somewhere crazy. Well, he played at Wyoming. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, he went. To, well, well, you got to you go where it's free. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you go where it's free. And I thought, you know, Wyoming, and I thought he was pretty good. That means you're getting the ball. Mm-hmm. So well, anyway, Jonathan Dwyer is now the latest uh, guy to be. Hmm. And, it, and it's happened in July. Let me let me read some stuff. Uh, the alleged incident involving Dwyer, his wife, and their 18-month-old so, son occurred on July 21st at 8 a.m. and July 22nd at 4 p.m. at his house. And I just on my way to the studio, I just passed his house. I say, it looks like <laughs> everything looks peaceful until you get inside of it. But so. I, mm-hmm. Arizona police said both incidents took place. The victims left the state, which is 
Dwyer's wife reportedly called the police September 11th to tell Dwyer had sent her a photo of a knife and threatened to harm herself. She contacted authorities about the incident. He's he's charged on a lot of counts, I should say that. Um, obviously, I the, didn't hear uh, that side of the story. So he took. Well, uh, here's what I I want to yeah he took the cell phone so I'm guessing yeah. this is why she left the state and had to report it later because this happened what were we September 18th yeah today's the 18th it's July 21st at a.m. and July 22nd the next day goodness gracious yeah at 4 p.m. he went back he went more. back he went, well they were they in the same house but he just played in the game on in, in New York and had a nice pretty good game. Had a pretty good game, not knowing Ellington was going to play, but both of those guys did play. And that was, to me, he had 16 carries for 51 yards and touchdown. That's good serviceable work. Definitely, as a number two back. As a number two guy. Yeah. But he's, uh, let me see what he's charged on. Goodness gracious, man. Was booked into jail and charged with aggravated assault, causing a fracture, aggravated assault involving a minor, criminal damage, and preventing the use of a phone in emergency and that assault. He posted bail Thursday morning. So Jonathan Dwyer, he will not see the field again this season. I don't think he should. I mean, you everybody know has a, everybody has their due process and forget the due process. But I hear you. Yeah, I think I that's mean, just it, trying to save yourself. If it was in my case, I would want the due process. But because oh, <laughs> yeah, it's trying to save yourself. Yeah, if it came down to it, of course you're gonna try anything, anything you can. Have your say. Here's why he should never play again. Here is why he should never play again. And this happened in July. Now, if this would have happened today with everything, it happened. So right there, he should never play again this year. Get some canceling. I commend the Cardinals on deactivating him immediately. There's no due process with them. And if he's found guilty, he's out of there. Right. Out of there, off the team. Not not you off the team. You just void everything, your dreams and your passion, your goals. You just voided that because you lost your mind. I, I go back to why you can't lose your mind. I, me, I just you just me. I know me. I just walk away and I get away. Right. And I have I don't have, I have no intention of coming back. You can't lose your mind, or let somebody have somebody around you that can cause you to get to that point. And you, when and the great the best thing if you can feel you about to do that and you can walk away, that's a thumbs up to you. Yeah. Now, with everything he's he's done, why I don't think he should play again this year, and then he should be in counseling entire year. It's because Ray Rice. It's because everything that's happened this year in football with the with these athletes, and unfortunately the African American athletes, which I had a problem about, that's so highly publicized. Um, if you, you're an idiot, you're an idiot. I don't care what you're an idiot any color, but mm-hmm. I, I know the propaganda the NFL does. I forgot to send you that picture. I'll give it to you now. Um, you had okay Ray Rice. You had Josh Gordon. You had all these guys getting in trouble. Um, uh, Hardy over in um, Carolina, who was another guy? Oh, Peterson. Because Peterson, it falls into this, and I I mentioned Peterson because it falls into this because uh, Jonathan Dwyer allegedly threw a shoe at his 18-month-old. Now, at what point did your 18-month-old got on your nerves that bad? That you throw a shoe at him. That you throw a shoe at him. Now, this is alleged. This is alleged because I'm pretty sure his wife, or I don't know what she is, ex-wife, uh, no, ex-girlfriend I don't know what she is neither yeah well oh, she's, it's, it's a wife pretty sure she probably told this story to the police I'm pretty sure the shoe was probably thrown not necessarily <laughs> coming towards 
the child, not necessarily for the child, but it was probably thrown in that area, the other vicinity. So, you know, she makes matters worse. That may be the case. I hope that's the case for Jonathan Dwyer. But I, I, I can't see a guy intentionally throwing a shoe at an 18-month-year-old. I have an 18-month-year-old in. I couldn't see a guy. No way. Whipping a, a um, you might as well have tied that baby up to a tree uh, pole. Yeah. And take off the clothes and switches to a four four year old. I don't know. I don't know what a four year old could do that warrants a switch. You can you can say you can say something to a four year old and they'll be distraught, unless you never raise them. Some some four year olds don't have even discipline. Yeah. But unless you never raise them properly, and if they if they understand and writing for wrong, they know when you are serious. But I don't understand when Peterson case and how he does. First of all, he just lost a son. Now he's beating a son. Right. And, and after that incident, someone else came out say he's done this again. And then I see some, um, then I see some, some uh, information he puts out or a text he puts out that says he got five more pops. And this is another kid. He got five more pops than normally. This guy's tough as nails. Well, you don't have to prove that the four year old is tough. Right. You don't have to prove that at all. And, and there lies the problem again with male raising their kids and females raising their kids, men and women. Yeah. We, we always want the guys to be tough. You don't have to be tough. You well, can't maybe show you don't want them to really feel as if. All these guys that are in trouble was yeah. told to be tough their entire life, and now they couldn't hold their emotional. Now they got emotional. It's easy to get emotional. You get emotional as you get older. So now this is they can't control their mind. No one told them how to control their mind. Yeah, but at the same time, you don't want the, those kids to raise up to, to be, be that guy. Not really. No, you definitely don't want that in them. And there's other ways of uh, punishing your kids or putting them through a punishment. Not necessarily getting them with a switch and getting five what, more licks. What in. ways is that? I don't. I don't. I, I mean, don't have a problem with popping a kid. What what ways are that? You call a timeout. I don't think timeout is raising no kids. Timeout. That, I mean, it can. That that, that works. That don't for work. some households. How? Who? Where? <laughs> I don't know. Timeout these households, does but not work. All you telling your kids get ready for jail. This is what it could be in jail. That's what it shows. This is what jail looks like. If you keep messing in up, keep getting opinion, in trouble, this is okay. what it's going to look like. But, I mean, you know, it's other ways. Send them out. Like, my cousin, uh, my uncle used to make them do, like, push-ups. Several, several <laughs> push-ups. And my cousin is so jacked right now. He used to hate <laughs> doing push-ups during Christmas dinners, like, <laughs> when we all had a family together. I mean, it's, it's, it's different ways. Um, There's different I, I, ways of discipline, but when you yeah. go over the edge, and now in this society and the social media, there was no social media when I was coming up. If I got a whooping, I, I told you the other day, Tuesday on the air, I don't. I didn't think I was a bad kid. I never been in trouble with the law or anything. That's not saying. That's not a thumbs up to me. That's like it's just not supposed to happen anyway. I, mm. But we might have been mischievous as kids. We might did some mischief as kids, and my brother and sisters. But when your parents tired of it, you can't get tired as a parent in this sense right here, in this scenario I'm about to give you. You can't let everything slide 14 times, and you just had enough on a 15 time to lose your mind. Well, you mm-hmm. should have been disciplining that kid on that second or third time, just so we get an understanding, and then give them, you know, give them one pass, and say, and that's probably on the sixth time. Mm-hmm. But you. Lose your mind on the 15th time when you had 14 tries to do it. I, I just think that's when most parents lose their mind. That's when most dumb parents lose their mind. Um, but my mom came home and said, take them off. I'm not beating any clothes tonight. Right. That We knew we was in trouble then. 
Right. Because the clothes, I I would throw on another pair of pants and some shorts or yeah, something. Three, like that. four. Yeah, yeah, I was that. I was that one. <laughs> I was the one who used to run around the house I'm like no, but it uh, like it's a whole another world, different society. I don't know how Adrian Peterson raises his kids. His kids, they, they grow up. There, I know they're growing up different than I am than I did, because you know they have an NFL father, not only just an NFL player, but an icon, a, a hero to the game, a superstar. So, you know, that kid is probably getting to the senses. You, four years old, you're getting like a sponge. You're probably talking back. You, you know, Adrian Peterson is like, you know what? I don't want my kids to be raised that type of way. I don't want them to be that spoiled kid. Because I've seen I've some spoiled seen. kids mm-hmm. in, in, uh, Speak on it. around the community. And, you know, they're doing, they're bringing, you know, pen, hookah pens and drugs into schools and doing what they're doing. The only thing they're happening is... They get suspended for three days and coming right back to that school. Yes, yeah, no, that's no the punishment is not, yeah. not severe. Uh, that's most. That's most. Um, that's, if I'm in a grocery store and I see somebody disciplining their kid, I mm-hmm. see it. It it doesn't look like anything that didn't happen to me. I keep walking. Now, somebody else see me disciplining my kid in the store and they say well, you're not supposed to be doing that. I'm like, you. I say a couple cuss words. Mm-hmm. You don't mind your business. Or call the police right now. I'll be waiting for them when they get here. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't, you didn't learn my culture, and I'm not saying, I, I'm saying, I am saying this. Adrian Peterson, 100 percent wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying he went too far. You, you went, you went too far. Discipline a four year old with a switch. I'm saying there's, there's different ways we are disciplined in different cultures. Make it right or wrong, right or wrong. That's we're from different places. Here's right. where we have a problem. We never t- we never stop to learn somebody else's culture or where they come from or how they come from or what situations they put in. Uh, how this happened, how you get to this. We just see the result at that moment, the effect. You, you don't see the cause to it. We see the effects of right now, disciplining a child, it is different than you can do it. It's different than how you can do it mm-hmm. these days, how we got done, how we got disciplined. He's 100% right. And here's why DeWire, because he had an 18-month-year-old and allegedly threw a shoe at this guy. Um, child abuse in right there. Yeah. Child abuse. And what did the 18-year-old do? You, you can't you can't say he was, I, I don't know. You just, I wouldn't know how to wrap my head around the, what these guys are doing today. Uh, I'm not a psychologist yet. Um, but the, there's a lot of guys getting in trouble, and that's why I said Dwyer, um, Jonathan Dwyer should not play this year. Because there's, I've always said there's a blueprint. This is not the first time it happened. There's, it, it, there's a lot of undiscipline or a lot of inconsistency with Roger Goodell and how he disciplined. These guys never feel like they threaten. You can't threaten them with money because you pay them so much. You give them money for not doing anything. Right. Uh, there's different. There's a different cap now. But you take the game away from them, they'll get right. Mm-hmm. You take the game away from there, get right. Six games immediately, canceling immediately. After that, you can forget about playing football again. If you do it again, even if it look like you doing it, want to do it again. And you ever seen uh, what's? That? It's not Vanilla Sky. Was that Tom Cruise movie where they can prejudge? I don't think it was Vanilla Sky. They can predetermine if you're gonna commit a crime. I like that. Oh. If it looked like you're going to do something crazy, you're gone. Yeah, Suspended. Yeah, I, lo- yeah, I like but that. I, but I don't know. I yeah. take that back because the way this world is, it can look like anybody doing something crazy, and they're gone. Man, that was, uh, well, San Francisco 49ers have a situation over there with McDonald, uh, Ray McDonald, and they want their due process. This is the due process mm-hmm. we're talking about. They're going to let them play. 
they're going to let them play. Now, here's what, here's what I say to all this. A few things. I say a couple things to this. One being, all this is happening. What are we doing to get these guys some? We could talk about it, and it's a good story. You could talk all day. You can have a 10-hour a radio show, and you will still be talking on, yeah. some, on some stuff about this. One thing will lead to another, and it'll, all, it'll come full circle, and it'll be about these guys getting in trouble and who these guys are that's getting in trouble in the National Football League. Now you got to be seen going an extra mile, taking that extra step, NFL, when you hire or create a, a female panel. You need to diversify that panel um, ASAP. What do you mean by diversify? There's, there's, they're all white women. Yeah. Okay. 74% of the national football. I didn't know football. if you meant like male, female. I don't, uh-uh, I don't, I don't think, I don't think no males. I, I think <laughs> women are smarter than men. Right. Women, in my opinion, are smarter <laughs> than men. They, they will get it right. They will get it right. They, they, and you, okay, you get in, Demarie Lachey, you getting in trouble, and mm-hmm. you got to an answer to this women council. You get in trouble for domestic violence. You, you don't want to sit in front of those women. No, you definitely. The, the don't. punishment gonna be harsh. It ain't gonna be that. I understand, and it, it can't be a woman up there who's never been in a relationship, who who's never been in a a a, a verbal confrontation with a with a mate, her husband, boyfriend, whomever. It can't be. She can't be on the panel. You have to be been through. Who some, went like, through? The, no, I think they do have one lady on the panel who's uh, been through some stuff. Who went through? Yeah, who's been through the a whole um, violent relationship, domestic violence. Uh, I think. Yeah, I, I believe the, the last member because I seen it. Um, Watching uh, TV and one of the last women that joined it was she was um, in domestic violence relationship. What do, you, what do you make of this when guys say? Uh, and I get back to uh, the punishment. Um, well, let me get to the punishment right now. Suspend the guys with mm-hmm. pay. No, no, suspend them without pay. And if they're innocent after the due process, if you will, then they get all their money that they missed. Because you, the, at the end of the day, it's more so. You're gonna lose fans, so you're gonna lose money. You're gonna, and if you're the NFL, you're gonna or, or a team, you're gonna lose sponsors. Mm-hmm. The NFL don't care about these guys. All they care, all they care about is don't lose the sponsor dollars. This is I'm talking this is billion dollars. Mm-hmm. This is Pepsi. This is a uh, uh, Anheuser Busch. This is mm-hmm. billions of dollars. They don't care about these guys. I know they don't. No, because they can get another one soon in the next draft. Oh, the draft is tomorrow. Or you got a guy in free agency. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to have this bad image upon, put upon us and allow this guy to play. They'll just move on to the next Move on next to the next name. one. Yeah. They don't care about him because I, I, I know this for a fact that when these guys are done playing football, if they never hear from him again, most of, somebody, most of these guys, and some of these guys put themselves in his own situation, they never hear from him again, they could care less. Yeah. And that's, I mean, yeah, and definitely that's how the NFL is. But at the same time, you know, to get through tough situations like this, um, to know what to do right now, what to do wrong, because I don't think the NFL really necessarily knew there was going to be so many domestic violence issues, child abuse issues in this coming time. But to get through times like this, you got to go through it. So you, I just hope that they craft up all the mistakes, everything now. Just get through this, this storm now so then later on there will be no more you need uh, a hard, second guessing. or You no need more. some hard, concrete Punishment. Punishment. Yeah, of course. And then this got to be implemented in section something dash this. Yeah. 
colon uh, three five seven. So then there's no next. You can't, uh, there's no oh, next. We're time. gonna wait on the due process. No. We're gonna wait on the trial. I think you if you just done. allegedly do something and it's you get arrested, you should be suspended right then and there. Right. From all team. If your name gets in, if your name gets put up until it's cleared, until it's you, whatever you release a bond. I like that, but I know people that look like me but is uh they are guilty till find innocent. Yeah, definitely. I'm not you, saying you're uh, not innocent till proven guilty. Yeah, but if you get arrested. If you get put in jail overnight, you can miss those next few days until you bond out of jail. You're gonna, you should be dismissed that following weekend just because of having your name surrounded around different things. Like I'm not saying I'll wait to the guilty process. You know, I will wait till uh, you're proven guilty. Then you can talk about lengthy suspensions. We're gonna take know. a break. Let's take a break. Come back here because I do want to talk about Jameis Winston. But what do you make of these guys <laughs> when they uh good hearted? I'm a good hearted person, and the truth will come out after your name been put up in in lights for something negative. Kwamlaz Sports House, Demry Lache. We take a break. We come right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Crime of Sports Talk. Great music selection, Mike. Uh, and these guys think they would work. This is, here's, here's my problem with professional guys. They think they are in touch They've been told all their lives. Told, I was about to say, they probably went through it all their life. Man, you got it. All I, my I can, life. I can, list, <laughs> I can list about 15 guys arrested for violence against women in the last two years. 15? 15. 15. Hmm. 15. But I ain't got time for that. No. I ain't got time for that. What do you make about these guys, say, uh, <laughs> alleged victim? Uh, like, like Ray McDonald. Ray McDonald for the 49. He's still playing because of due process. He was arrested on domestic violence charges on August 31st. He, um, the alleged victim was his pregnant. Uh, well, I don't, is that his wife? I don't know. I don't know what these guys did. Yeah, so many. He said the day after the arrest that he was a good-hearted person and the truth would come out. Like, what do you think the truth would be, that he's innocent? Well, but he's I, a good-hearted person? I mean, that's what. It, and I do believe this, as I'm asking you a question, interrupting you every second. Go ahead. Um. 
I do believe, I do believe a good person make a bad mistake, but you can't make that mistake over again, ever again. And I think that's what he's explaining himself about. I mean, he's a. I mean, obviously, he's a great person. He made it to the NFL without any off-field distractions beforehand. So one mistake, um, and nobody's perfect. I understand everyone makes mistakes. This is his. Hopefully, his one mistake that he has made that he's coming out to, even if he's not guilty, just to have his name, like I said, around the situation. That's a mistake, and it shouldn't happen again. I hope it doesn't happen again, and. Um, with the whole due process, I don't think he should be playing, even though he's still getting paid. I guess the 49ers. So you like my um, you like my um, my solution to it? Yeah, definitely. You you um, your name's brought up in some in a serious incident. Yeah. Until I can get the bottom to the bottom of this, I'm gonna suspend you without pay. Unfortunately, you're gonna miss some games, mm-hmm. but if you found innocent, you get all your pay in one lump sum. But but it, it it could mess up guys who has contracts with incentives in it, so you can lose out on your incentives. It, 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 that could be that could be a thin line. That, that that's some red tape right there. I wouldn't necessarily. But if you got you got incentives and in, everybody has incentives. You got if I get this many interceptions, I get this bonus. If I mm-hmm. get if I make it to the uh, Pro Bowl or if I'm elected uh, All Pro, I get this much money. Again, it's back to money, but. Then if that team don't want me, at least I got these accolades right. that I can go to another team and, and negotiate with. Well, at the same time, I don't think you should, to go back to your situation, what could happen, what should happen, mm-hmm. to your opinion, I don't think these guys should get that paid at the time that they missed out on. Um, going through a punishment, because I think it's going to set what a mindset. Guilt? I mean, what if they found, found innocent? If they're found innocent, then they're innocent. Like but, I said, if you if, if you're and if your name is around that t- uh, around that time, you get arrested, serve that punishment without pay, even with uh, innocence coming along, uh, you're not guilty or whatever. You shouldn't get that money back because you're associated with the situation with that problem at the time. All right, man. Let's go into the college set now. <laughs> I, I, I was liking this guy, Jameis. Famous Jameis. I was I was liking him. Do you know what he said? Yeah, I know what he said. He he said what a lot of uh, people say around the world. <laughs> Pretty sure there's a bunch of kids at FSU, at Florida State University right now saying it. Yeah, but he ain't, they not him, and he's not them. He's still a student at the same time. He's a student he's athlete. A athlete. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's no, 20 years he ain't old. No student. He's not a student. Hold on now, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> okay, I agree with okay, you. come on, bring it out. He's not a student athlete. He's an athletic student. Okay. Here's the problem I have with uh, him. He's not going to learn. He's five incidents. He's not going to. He's five, 20. Five times. He's doing that stuff that other guy, five times. Me and Alex argue about this all the time. I say He's some of these guys. 20 years old. I said some of these guys are forced to grow up, and I didn't think that was fair. When you go to a big university, nobody. Here's where I, here's where I, I know no one cares about Jameis Winston. You play at Florida State. You go to school at Florida State. Hopefully he's up to par with his uh, grades and all the education grades on on, <laughs> on track and all that stuff. Oh, you you know. laughing, but I say hopefully he is. Okay, he is. You won. <laughs> Believe me, he you is. won the Heisman yes last year. Was he a redshirt freshman? He was a redshirt freshman. Yep. He won the Heisman. Before that, uh, what two years before that, Johnny Manziel won it as a freshman. 
redshirt freshman. The year first before time, that. yeah, year before that. Mm-hmm. First time a freshman has won it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could have gave it to plenty of freshmen like Tariq Vandover and all that. We, that's another story. Um, Johnny Manziel, I mean, Jameis Winston wins it. You, okay, you all this. You at the big university. You are the face of that university now, athletically, football-wise, anyway. You've been in trouble five times. You've been indicted. You've been – let me find his punishments if I, if I can. Um, it just It's just a lot of stuff that well, – He was alleged of rape. He was alleged of, of rape. Right. He's, he hasn't been indicted, um, but then he, yeah. he forced the school to do a Title IX, so the school got to do their own research on him. They're not going to find a thing. But, okay, he, he, he stole a soda from Burger King, which I don't think that's stealing because I take extra soda drinks too with a cup. Yeah. He might have asked for a water cup and took the soda. Maybe that's stealing. But <laughs> um, he stole some crab legs. Yeah, which he probably stole numerous times. I'm pretty sure it's a numerous to Florida State players either before him or during this time well, FSU, had done the same thing. FSU used to be called Free Shoes. When I was playing, mm-hmm. we played them uh, in college, Free Shoes University, because they can walk in stores and get free shoes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's doing that stuff don't make that, it right. you the face now. Now he's the face. Now he can't like, do things that other other guys around Florida State. If you're the star of a Florida State team, if you you don't have to be the quarterback, but you people are watching you. You just happen to be six five two thirty something like that, right? <laughs> and, and easily visible. I'm I'm off him. I'm off him. I know he's twenty. Here's why they don't care about him. No one. You know this guy's going to have a, a future. He could possibly have a future at the next level. No one's teaching him how to talk. And I'm not. I'm talking about interviews. I'm talking about interviews. You you don't care. He sound like. Uh, twenty-year-old, or in your in your words, a twenty-year-old. Yeah, I know some twenty-year-olds talk very well. They got a good grasp of the English language. Okay, and and they look like him. And they're winning Heisman trophies, and they're playing uh-huh. ball, and winning national championships. And they roll scholars at Florida State. And they roll scholars. So and they win Heisman's, and they win national championships. Okay. Now you're gonna force me to get on my. <laughs> now you gonna force me yeah. to get on my computer. I mean, only only players I could think of from Florida State was Charlie Ward and Deion Sanders on that, that type of level out what? of Florida State University. No, man, you you're wrong. Um, I mean, it's some Rose. I know some Rose scholars that came out of. Uh, uh, what's the last guy? Out of Florida his last State, name was Roll or something. A few years ago. Yeah, I'm about to I'm about to look him up now. But he wasn't winning no national championship Heisman Trophy. He didn't have. The, he was the a huge part of that feet. defense. There wasn't no big time social media buzz going around. You ought to see what this guy doing now. If this guy don't be the president at some point or somewhere, somewhere, something big, uh, Myron, he will be. Myron Rowe. Yeah, Myron Rowe. Yeah. Yep. He well, will be. Now, now. What was Myron Rowe doing when he was 20 years old? Same thing, playing football. Playing not, football. Not, getting, not getting in trouble. I don't know. I, I really Scholar. don't know statistics. I don't know. All if I'm was saying is, if, Heisman. If, all I'm saying, we running. we come from a different. <laughs> <laughs> he don't, you don't have to win a Heisman to be uh, great. And I'm not Gino saying Toretta, that. And Gino Toretto won a Heisman. And I'm not saying that for you to be great, but when you're walking, when you're that face now, I was a Jim Thorpe. Thor, I was a Jim Thorpe finally. You don't have to. You you, mm-hmm. you don't have to get those to be great. <laughs> you don't have to get that stuff to be great. But you didn't come to that finalist until when? Hmm. What year did you become a Jim Thorpe Senior. finalist? Senior. Okay, you were about 22, 23 years old. I was, I was a little older. You was I was getting older. ready I was, for I life. I was older. Yeah. I had to take some detours. I was older than most. Okay. I had to take some yeah. detours. Okay, but you were still mature, ready for life. No, I wasn't. 
you wasn't mature the way you are now. But what I'm saying is <laughs> I'm you were more mature now. than an 18-year-old, 19-year-old, 20-year-old back in school. I hear you. I hear you. But so you, <laughs> okay, you making a case for him. I'm, I'm not I'm making not a case for him. him. I'm just saying what, what he said and what actions that he pulled was very immature. And no, no 20-year-old should be You don't do that. Around you don't do that. You just don't do yeah, that. You I, don't do it at all, period. Here's what needs to happen. I get it. His parents need to get a switch. No, come he up can't floor, do that because... His parents need to get a switch, <laughs> come up to Florida State, it's and abusive. pop his butt it's two or abusive. three times. You can't do that. Two or three times. He's 20 years old, though. <laughs> He's 20 years old. If, if, if I don't discipline my kids, then the street's going to discipline them. And when the street gets done with them, then the laws, the fo- law enforcement's going to have to deal with them. Then you're going to look at me like I'm a bad parent, and when I have an opportunity to discipline my kid, I'm not saying abuse my kid. I'm saying to discipline them. That's what I thought. I don't know. There's, I mean, there's what, what should you abuse the ball game? What's your, what do you abuse him? With? Like, I say six, abuse five, him. six five two thirty. What are you going to abuse him with? You can first be, of all, you can be abused. <laughs> you, I mean, suspending him from play. I think that's, okay. that's well enough. He's been suspended. No way. He's been suspended for thirty <laughs> minutes. Now this ain't got nothing to do with Johnny Manziel, who's been suspended, suspended for thirty minutes. I I commend Johnny Mandel, uh, Manziel for what he did because I've been he he did Johnny Manziel did what every athlete before him did, they got in trouble. And he got suspended for 30 minutes of a football game, came back in Mm -hmm. and they won, and the spotlight was back on him. Mm -hmm. James Wilson got cases pending. And and he got a case pending. Then they they forced the Title IX for his university to start doing because it was a federal, it becomes federal now. So now, Florida State, you really want to be involved with this? Okay, you, you, you got a water cup and got some soda from Burger King, allegedly. You, you stole crab. <laughs> you got in trouble for some crab legs from Florida State. Like you thought that was gonna be okay. Did you see the video? I saw though? the video. The uh, crab legs were sitting on top of the freezer as if they were waiting for him to get grabbed. Oh my! Something goodness. was. I so mean, come you see on. a lady in the street. I think, street, this, I think it lady, happens at Florida State University. You see a lady's butt is sitting right there for you to grab her. No, I'm not saying. That's what it sounds like. You just said. No, you know what I'm. I know what I heard. Butcher was probably had putting that. Crab legs said, "I want to see the whole video you, because ain't no crab legs is gonna sit there wrapped up, not, not unless you put them there on top. Not, not unless you put them there. Exactly. He Somebody, put them there. James Winston didn't put them there. Watch the video. He walked Watch in and walked, grabbed the crab legs and walked straight out. James, I got some crab legs for you. Just walk in and take them. So how did he get in trouble? Because he walked out he without should, paying for the be, crab legs. He should have been suspended four games. You take. He you, said it wasn't the first time it happened. So obviously they got other camera footage of him coming in, getting crab legs. I'm saying he should. He should for this incident right here, mm-hmm. he should be suspended four games. Why? Because, because the only thing else? he loves is football. He don't care. He's 20 years old. He's still acting like a 20 year old. You in trouble for a lot of things. At what point are you gonna say, "Calm down, James Winston"? When you gonna look at yourself in the mirror, point your finger in your face, your own face? Calm down, James Winston. You 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 a star, baby. We love you. We love you. <laughs> I love James Winston. I like him as a star. I like him enough to not to leave him who he is. Yeah, yeah. It's just a society. You a star, it's baby. Just a generation you a star. that he's in right forget now. Forget the generation. Forget the generation. <laughs> It is. Forget the generation. You see this stuff all over social media on Vines. I say this with different material. You know, what he said was just what everybody else is doing. They're not getting no punishment for it. I understand you're a superstar at Florida State University. I'm going to tell Jameis Winston this. They love you, Jameis Winston. You're a star. They love you the way you are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just love you enough not to leave you the way you are. Yeah. 
with everything going to NFL, you think he can come in the NFL? He's a highly recruited, highly talent, highly um, prospect for the first pick, first ten picks of the NFL draft. You think somebody's going to touch him? No, man, they ain't got time for that because the rules are changing now. He's already got a, a situation with a female. We cracking, they cracking down on that. Here's my problem with Florida State. They care about winning. Florida State student goes going after uh, students who tweeted about Jameis Winston on Twitter. This social media. They going after the student, not Jameis Winston for what he said. They going after the student who tweeted this. Keith uh, Osceola, FSU Twitter. Feel mm-hmm. free to hold me accountable. I had no idea something so little and stupid could blow up. But the social media nowadays is what it is. Yeah. You agree. A, you a star. I agree with they the way, the way, his, you way are. his statement. I just, I just like him enough. <laughs> Something enough to so leave little him blows up like this. Something so little. Yeah, man. I can go on campus right now. I go to KU right now. Football, basketball players that would talk the same talk that he did. They, they look at these clowns. They said a Florida <laughs> State student. Congrats on selling out your quarterback for some retweets. <laughs> they weren't about the Twitter guy. The whatever they do. Yeah. The reason James got suspended, shaking my head, because of this guy. Yeah. Keith, oh, this is what, this is what they saying on Twitter. I hear that. I mean, I'm gonna keep it real. James and does you call need, yourself a fellow Noel. Come he on. does need to stop. I don't think he deserves no four game suspension. Four game suspension. Just half a he, game suspension. He's already on some other stuff. Exactly. You a star. They he, love he you the way you stop. are. <laughs> you don't know how to be a star, man. All right, we got to get out of here. He's, well, he's got, 20. He's probably not mature enough yet. You're so right. when he gonna be 12? 25. Kwame Lassie, Sports Talk, Demery Lachey, he would be on the show. I, yeah. I try to call in tomorrow morning, but I'll have somebody in here with you. We got to get out of here. We'll, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, who you got tonight? Uh, Tampa. Okay. <laughs> I got a winner. <laughs> we out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.